At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Visa's Primetime Action, live from the South Point Hotel Casino here at the South Point Hotel Casino. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Danielle Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. Yankees fans, uh, you're not going to be happy. Another run added by the Orioles. Solo shot, 3 to nothing O's over the Yankees here uh, as uh, all kinds of issues for Jameson Tyon early in this game. Matt Harvey, the guy pitching the, the, uh, the shutout at this point. In the top of the fourth inning, so uh, that's the story in that one. For but if more... you like the Mets, you're up three nothing. Yeah, but if you there like you the go. Mets, you're there up three nothing. There you go. That's right. Yeah, we should point that out. Kelly, uh, update everything else if you would for us, sir. Yeah, Yankees, get it together. Come on, I'm a huge fan tonight. Uh, <laughs> so the live numbers on that game right now: Orioles minus two ten, Yankees plus one seventy and eight and a half. Your live total. Phillies up on the Nationals four to three. Bottom of the third inning there. Uh, no live numbers currently up. Uh, Mets up on the Marlins, three to nothing. Uh, got no live numbers for that either. Blue Jays up five to nothing on the Indians in the top of the third, and then Red Sox with a one nothing lead over the Tigers. Bottom of the third. Red Sox minus two twenty live. Tigers plus one eighty and seven and a half. Your live total. Hmm. All right, and we have some uh, some starts coming up here, man. Yeah, top of the hour as we mentioned, Shohei Otani. 
about five minutes from now, first pitch over in Arlington against the Rangers. Colby Allard on the hill for them. Shohei Otani is a minus 180 favorite. Him, him and the Angels, plus 155 if you want to fade them. The Royals and the Red Sox. Carlos Hernandez on the hill for the Royals. And Lucas Giolito on the hill for the White Sox. Minus 300 if you want to back Giolito and the White Sox. Plus 235 on the Royals in that one. 815 Eastern, Drew Smiley in the Braves. J.A. Happ, yes, J.A. Happ is on the Cardinals now. Um, That is a coin toss right there. Minus 110 on both sides. So Smiley in the Braves, Happ and the Cardinals. A little bit later in the hour, 840. Cubs and the Rockies in Denver. Alec Mills on the hill for the Cubs. John Gray on the hill for the for the Rockies. Minus 180 Gray in the Rockies at home against the Cubs. The Lucas Giolito thing, the fact that he's minus 300. Like if you had, to, if you go back in time and you tell our, uh, I'm trying to get the year right, our 2018 selves. Pretty much, yeah, 2018. That yeah. Lucas Giolito, <laughs> Lucas Giolito had a 6.13 ERA that year. And they just kept rolling them out there. And all the advanced stats were dead last in all of baseball. And if you said to that to our 2018 selves, hey, uh, three years from now, he's going to be a minus 300 <laughs> favorite. You'd be like, there's no chance. I know. I know. No chance. But yet, there, here we are there, I mean, with Lucas Giolito. It is. It's un, it, I mean, listen, yes, he has an awesome lineup behind him. But still, it's like it's just crazy that you have a minus 300 on him. What? Uh, where do you stand? Uh, Otani, as you mentioned, about to take the hill against Texas. Um where do you stand on the Otani MVP comment that you made uh, about a month ago where you said you're worried if he keeps – let me get this right. You're worried if he keeps uh, hitting well, – which one was it? Which one was it that you wanted to eliminate? Yeah, yeah, no. It, I was trying to say if he if – he, I was saying he should just give up pitching and just hit. Right. right? Because, of how, because of how well he was hitting, right? right. Um, uh, you know, look. The thing with this is people don't care, apparently, because, like I said, I mean, he's hitting 230 since the All-Star break, right? I mean, and people don't care. Home runs are all that matter. Yeah, if if he keeps hitting the long ball, it does not matter. And and as long as he doesn't go out and have – blow up outings on the hill, which, you know, it doesn't look like he's he's going to do. I mean, listen, one of the things I can – one of the reasons that that statement came out, and, and this is credit to Otani or whoever was working with him and all this, was like his control was just absolutely atrocious at the time. And whatever it was, he has been able to hone that in, and he is he's, he's found the strike zone now, especially finding the strike zone early in the games where he was getting into so much trouble. So uh, – Tip of the cap to him for that, for sure. But, uh, yeah, the hitting doesn't matter. Like I said, I mean, he's hitting What's, 230. He's hitting 230. What's amazing yeah. is he was the July player of the month. I know. <laughs> like, it's just you're the July player of the month hitting 230. Keep hitting home runs. Yes, it doesn't, doesn't matter. He is uh, – what's his current number around for MVP now? Oh, it was, it was 650 yesterday. Minus I don't know 650. Yeah, it's, uh, I believe that's where I saw it still this morning, minus 650. 33-1 to 1 is where you could have gotten him before the season. There was even a 50-1, to 1, a stray 50-1 to 1 out there prior to this season. Um, pretty amazing. Shohei Otani, the leader in the clubhouse, if you will. By the way, Joey Votto ended up with the National League Player of the Month, for those interested, because he had that streak of uh, seven straight games where he did – Go yard. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Danielle Alvari, and Kelly Bidlin. Danielle, is it time? For 32 the- teams in 32 shows. There you go. 32 So let's talk about the Broncos, a team that people are still holding out hope that maybe Aaron Rodgers will come for them, even though he's already pretty much 
said. Are they still back with are the they still holding out? Well, we were trying to figure out what was going on with the odds yesterday. Yeah, we saw that. them so short in their division here. So let's talk about last season for them. They finished 5-11 and 11 last in the AFC West tough division here. Missed the playoffs for the fifth straight season and have their fourth straight losing season. Vaughn Miller missed the entire season due to an ankle injury. The offense scored the fifth fewest points, had the tenth fewest total yards, the most turnovers at 32, and the seventh fewest passing yards. Meanwhile, the defense gave up the eighth most points points, the 12th most total yards, forced the fourth fewest turnovers with 16 and had the second most penalties. But Von Miller should be back for them. And we'll see him in a little bit later on in one of our props as well. Uh, Matt, new additions. Yeah, I mean, so this is the story here for this Denver team really is just the quarterback position, right? So Drew Locke, Jeff Driscoll, Brett Rippon and Kendall Hinton all played quarterback last year for, if you remember, the Who could Broncos. Forget the Kendall yes. Hinton game. The Kendall Hinton game. Yes, the Run guy that was a wide receiver who uh, <laughs> converted uh, from quarterback, and they had to play him because, yeah, he wasn't part of the. You know, that's another thing we should we should we need to figure out which teams. This is a complete aside here, but like we we need to figure out which teams are going to go about this season smartly like we need to figure out like if you have all the guys in the same quarterback room all the t- like if one guy tests positive there's going to be contact tracing to all these other guys and they're all going to have to sit out like we need to find out which teams got smart and either like built cubicles or something or Virtual. did like yeah. well, like that's a great point can we assume the broncos because they were the most affected you'd by like it, to think would, they did would be the smartest right. of all of them that like they built whatever little cubicles for people or something <laughs> or some way that they i don't know like past it. failure signals that they're going to do it better next time because it's possibly. like you wipe out a whole quarterback room and like i mean we we saw what happened right i mean they had to he only threw nine passes kendall hinton and they basically had to run the the wildcat with, with yeah. philip Lindsay like the other half of the time when he was he went one for nine I, i'm going beyond your the cubicles no like put him on like a, a high school field in san diego somewhere just by himself yeah. all year like that like you're you just live there like you're not going anywhere like you're kanye just, style just practice on the field by yourself just live just live in the stadium exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, sleep under the bleachers we'll, we'll set up some targets right. for you to throw at yeah. you never really need a third <laughs> string quarterback so yes let him until, just live until now. elsewhere kanye right like style. let him <laughs> Let Kanye him, style, stay there. This is your life now. Until the like season's it. over, until the album's done. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, of course, so, so they bring in Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, probably because, you know, they saw the stats as well. Drew Locke graded out as 30th amongst Yeesh. the 32 qualifying starters last year. That being said, Teddy Bridgewater was only 26th uh, amongst all of the starters, qualifying starters last year. But Locke was the worst quarterback in the league under pressure. Dead last when it came to under pressure. One good thing, as Daniel mentioned right off the top, is they do get Von Miller back this year. They also get Cortland Sutton back Mm -hmm. this year as well. Another guy that is, you know, one year removed from being one of the the better receivers in the entire league. And then he goes down early in the season. And, you know, that was really a a pretty pretty big thing for for this squad. So, you know, free agency. Huge for them. They bring in Ronald Darby. They bring in Kyle Fuller, both corners right there. They re-sign uh, Kareem Jackson at safety. They bring in uh, Bobby Massey, a right tackle. So they really did go out and get positions of need for this team. Draft picks, uh, Patrick Sertan, first-round pick. But so good with Darby and Fuller, like Patrick Sertan might – be on the bench to start the year. Like, like they, they signed two starting corners. And so unless they want to move Sertan to, to the slot, which that seems crazy to do that you would spend a first round pick on a slot corner. 
He might start the year on the bench. I, I don't know exactly how they're going to, to work with, with all that. Maybe he beats out Fuller. I, I don't know. But uh, Javante Williams with their second-round pick. They took uh, Quinn Minerts in the third round. He's a center who actually might compete for some, starting, uh, to some snaps there on the offensive line. Uh, Baron Browning's a linebacker they took in the third round. They took a couple of safeties in the fifth round as well. Football outsiders, as you would imagine, if we're talking about all this negative stuff with Drew Locke, you can imagine the offense didn't do too well, and that is correct. They were 30th DVOA in offense last year. They were 13th in defense in 2020, and their injury luck, this is a statistic that Football Outsiders uses over there, and it basically compares their injury situation and what that would have done to their projections and and win totals and things like that. They were 26th, actually, in the league as far as injury luck. So they were pretty bad off when it came to to injury luck last year for them, and a lot of that had to do, of course, with Von Miller and Cortland Sutton. So 26 means bad luck. Bad, yeah, yeah, bad luck. Rizzo, uh, home run, Anthony Rizzo. There we go. Solo you're gonna get shot. that. You're gonna get that over. Come on, you're gonna get that. Okay, over. bit early there. That's good, that's good for come me. on. Let's not jinx all the baseball games. Has, has anybody <laughs> like seamlessly ended up in another uniform that looked so perfect for that team as Anthony Rizzo going to the Yankees? I know. He just he he looks like it looks like a Yankee. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, No worries. Um, So Football Outsiders has a mean projection of this team of 8.8 wins, a 37.7% chance of being a playoff contender. And what they do is consider playoff contenders as kind of that 9 to 11 win range. So they have them kind of at 37% for that, a 2% chance to win the Super Bowl. ESPN, looking at this roster, actually has them as the 10th ranked roster up and down heading into 2021. A lot of that has to do with this hugely talented pass catcher uh, situation that they've got going on. I mean, when you look, again, getting Cortland Sutton back, Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler, uh, Tim Patrick is also a receiver that stepped in last year and had to play a big role and was really, really good. Actually, he uh, didn't have have a single drop in all of 2020, which is crazy because this this team actually led the league in drops last year. Um, Second most yardage on the team behind Judy. He was 51 catches, 742 yards, six touchdowns. Uh, Noah Fant, obviously another guy you see on your screen right there, a hugely talented pass catcher. So, um, again, they're just going to have to really work on the drop situation with two guys that are going to have to play big roles this year in Hamler and Judy of of the guys with 50 at least 50 targets last year. Judy had the fifth most drops and Hamler had the second most drops. So when you have that, two top five guys, Jeez. yeah, it's not really great. By so, the way, Judy, like every time you looked up, he was dropping yeah, something. Yeah, it was just awful. It was it, it's it's real bad. I mean, it was like it was like nearly ten percent of balls thrown his way. He was dropping, so he's going to have to shore that up. But again, when he when he was catching though, he was making plays. Excellent route runner. And so, oh, that's, look, there's, there's a little, a little error right there. So, yeah, you know, there we go. Aaron Judge <laughs> with the very short pop-up into right that three Orioles couldn't snag. Look at the second baseman. He's like, I got it over here. He's 20 <laughs> yards off. He was 20 yards off. I like it. I like it for all for everybody's wow. bets here. Uh, Warren Sharp over Sharp Football. He says that this team has the seventh easiest schedule in all of 2021 based off of his projections. 8.5 wins and third in the division is where he has this team. Pro Football Focus has him at seven and a half wins. And so if we kind of go by, again, these these smart people, we have we have Football Outsiders has him at 8.8. Uh, Warren Sharp has him at 8.5. PFF has him even lower at 7.5. So you can kind of see with their sitting at eight and a half, that overjuiced, if anything, there would be value on the under at the plus 115 right there, uh, just based off of these projections. So uh, something if you do want to get involved, but probably not enough to trigger a 
bet for you there. Uh, on the offensive line, Finished 25th last year, projected at 21st this year. Left tackle Garrett Bowles, he actually had a really stellar season for them last year. He graded out as a 90.6, according to Pro Football Focus. He was the only guy, though, that really had a good year. Uh, Bobby Massey's going to try to fill in for, for Juwan James. He's a guy that was you know really, really good. He opted out, though, in 2020 and then ended up tearing his Achilles in the offseason. They released him, and so Bobby Massey's going to come in and try to fill that spot at guard. They The Lloyd Cushenberry was a rookie last year. They ended up having to start at center, and he was just terrible. He allowed 29 quarterback pressures on the season, ended up with a 40.5 grade last among centers of everyone that was graded in the NFL. So they're probably going to, like I said, probably going to turn to that Quinn Miners that they took in the third round and see if he can't play center for them. I could only imagine two other starters, Dalton Risner and Graham Glass. Now, they're they're – they're average, just kind of average type players there. So this offensive line certainly going to need to get a little bit better. The defense, though, is completely stacked, which is why this, this you know, when people are talking about rosters and super talented rosters that are out there, I think that's why the Broncos do get mentioned because, one, you have those pass catchers on offense, and then you have this defense here. So 10th-ranked defensive line entering the season, Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, could be the best two, could be the best edge rusher tandem in the entire league if Von Miller is actually healthy. And he came out with a statement that said that he was kicking everyone's butts at training camp already and all that stuff. So we shall see. Um, Shelby Harris was was really good last year. He was an absolute beast. Uh, probably didn't get the love that he deserves. And then and Draymond Jones is actually really good on that line as well. And secondary is just absolutely absurdly talented now because, like we said, they, so they go out and sign Kyle Fuller and Ronald Darby. And so Patrick Sertan, again, like, I don't know where he's going to play. I don't know what they're going to do with him because Bryce Callahan was a guy they had to move out out wide last year to play outside corner. But he's actually a really good slot corner. That's his natural position. So it would make all the sense in the world to just move him back to slot where he plays and he's really thrived over the course of his career. So I don't know why you would take Sertan, again, who you, you drafted to be a, a high coverage corner on the outside and, and move him in the slot. So I think Callahan probably plays there. So I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with Sertan. It's, it's an embarrassment of riches here, basically, is what's going on. Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson at safety, who, by the way, second and sixth in war at their position since the 2019 season. So you have two top six safeties to go along with this embarrassment of riches at the corner position as well. So the defense should be able to keep – this team in a lot of games again, especially if Von Miller does come back and is 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 actually healthy, like he said that he is. It's really just going to come down to can they generate any sort of offense, mainly starting at the quarterback position. I mean, listen, I don't think any of us here on this set are are really jumping up and down by the fact that we certainly don't think Drew Locke is is the answer, but I don't think we're jumping up and down that at Teddy Bridgewater either, right? And so it comes down to. You know, what are, what are they going to try to do here? I mean, are they going to try to just make sure that Drew Locke is not the guy? Or are they trying to play it safe with, with Teddy Bridgewater, who we've known is just kind of – He is what he is. Yeah, check yeah. down Charlie a lot of the time. Like, doesn't really take a lot of risks. Doesn't really do – you know, and and is that actually counterproductive because you do have all these playmakers at wide receiver and you do have this big-time playmaker at tight end. So are you almost doing the offense a disservice by going with Teddy Bridgewater, even if he is – maybe the better quarterback yeah. than Drew Locke because Drew Locke is at least going to take more chances, has a bigger arm, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, this team could have 
really, really used Aaron Rodgers. It would have been yeah. scary yes. if Aaron Rodgers had got, like, gotten on this team with what they have going on. But without without that, it's just it's hard for me to buy in because the quarterback the court, on a week to week basis, you need to have good, solid quarterback play, and in this division as well. I just don't know how you you can buy in on this team. So I have I have several follow-ups. One, uh, if you're a Broncos fan or a Broncos backer, you know one of the things is if you have the fourth worst quarterback in your four-team division, right? You're probably not making the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? Let's just start with like a basic statement like that, um, because I think we would rate Derek Carr ahead of both of these guys. Yes, would we all agree? With I that? would. Yeah, I would. For I sure. would too. So that's one thing. Two, we we seized on this yesterday when we were talking about the Chiefs, and we all noticed, look at those odds to win the division, that the Broncos were plus 550 and the Raiders were 25 to 1. And and the immediate reaction was, oh, what do they think? Aaron Rodgers is still coming there? Are we forgetting to mention Deshaun Watson? Is that sort of the elephant in the room here, if you will? So that's what could possibly have this number muted. And your guess is as good as mine as to what goes on with Deshaun Watson because the NFL still has the right to suspend him no matter what happens to him off the field. But he doesn't want to play. Deshaun Watson doesn't want to play for the Texans. And you would think the Texans at some point would see the benefit perhaps of trading him. Yeah, uh, yeah, He he seems to want to play for the Broncos. You're going to have to get something for him. You know, I mean, you're going to have to get something. For him, and so I, yeah, I mean, by the I, way, Carolina also in the mix too, even with Sam Darnold. Uh, yeah, that's apparently that's yeah. the, the new team that's kind of getting floated w- with all that. Yeah, I mean, it, it it this team is definitely a quarterback away from being a team where I would completely change my my whole perception on oh, who they are. That's you know, like the like, big glaring spot, yeah, right? Like it's, yeah. it, but when you when you literally have one of the worst, if not the worst, quarterback situations in the NFL because you have to choose between a guy that has proven to be. Bad. I mean, let's just. I mean, like Drew Lock is like proven to be bad. Tied for the most or a guy sections? with literally no upside whatsoever. That's the yeah. that's the pro, like the problem with Bridgewater is like you know what he is. There is no upside yeah. whatsoever. Like you are getting what you're getting. That's and what like, made the Carolina thing so funny that they got rid of him because like he did exactly what you could have expected right. him to do, and right. then you you let him. That's go. why people like like were going crazy about the. Uh, about you know what's going on with, with Sam Darnold in Carolina, and I, like at least there's upside right there. Like we don't know yeah, he's right. played on a atrocious team with a horrible coaching and whatever. Like so, at least there is potentially some upside right there. Like we know for a fact what we get in Teddy Bridgewater, there is no further upside with this team. So for me, I'm kind of out on this team for sure. And like you said, like I actually think they're probably fourth best in this division right now mm-hmm. based off of that, just, the, just well, based so, off that quarterback situation. Well, so one thing you can bet on DraftKings is their finishing position in this division mm-hmm. and them to finish fourth in this division is four to one. So it's actually one of the longer shots. Second and third are both at plus 175. And then first, of course, at plus 450. Second is plus 175. Good yeah. Lord. Second and third. So fourth finishing wow. position, four to one. And first would be plus 450. So it's really oh, like why four, four is the only bet first or four there. are the same yeah. odds. I mean, but again, Deshaun Watson shows up totally different story. That's, that's why thing. people don't know what to do with that. This that's why there's this. Yeah. That's why they're the scariest team to bet. And why yeah. I have not bet, even though I'm completely bearish on this team, it is why I've not bet against them. And I'm not they're baited them away, with maybe. any bets is because of that yeah. dangling out there that it like, is. I can see them at some point going, okay, we're just going to make a move like yeah. some way, shape or form. By the way, we flashed up. The Broncos to win their first five games was 18 yeah. to 1. You know they play the first five? Giants, Jacksonville, Jets.
Baltimore is the one hiccup at home, and then Pittsburgh. Like four out of those five aren't the worst thing in the world. Interesting. Interesting. 32 teams. I did not think you were going to like that one. 32 shows. I don't know. It was fascinating because I looked at the schedule. I'm like, well, maybe. Probably not, but still. It was interesting that it was that easy. We'll come back. We'll update all the baseball scores. It's VEASAN's primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. for the DraftKings Sportsbook now and get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app and use promo code VSIN, that's V-S-I-N, and get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters, DraftKings. You can bet on it. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Gil. 
Okay, a little later, we'll look at NL Cy Young odds, obviously with Jacob deGrom's injury problems. That is a wide-open market. We'll also talk to Brett McMurphy from The Athletic about college football, specifically the ACC. And if I'm not mistaken, yes, the WGC FedEx St. Jude Classic Preview, which includes all of Matt and Kelly's bets, plus our one-and-done and our draft. Did we want to real briefly show the results of the last draft? Can we do that? Because I want to give Danielle... Danielle wants it. We can show it twice for Danielle. She won this. I'm curious. I don't even remember what we had. Oh, look at all that this red. Was, I mean, it's all over. Right before your vacation, right? Look, she won with 90 bucks. Yes. Wow. I like it. Hey, that's double the next closest person I'll have you know. <laughs> how is, how, yeah, she got the top five plus 270. That's what wanted for you. Yeah. 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 That'll do it. We yeah. all had a speed, though. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Nicely done. You're free rolling your, your baseball bet down here. I mean, look at you. You're living mm-hmm. life. You hit the first inning bet as well. Yeah. But I've never consecutively won in weeks to week, so please don't tail any of my bets I picked tonight. <laughs> Still, though, you've probably had more wins than any of us, if I'm not mistaken. I, I usually am, am last or first, Yeah, right? it's usually first or last. So, yeah, yeah you're probably right, Gil. Like, yes, yeah, more wins, has. more losses. So she just Ricky right. Bobbies this is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> if you're not Ricky first, Bobby's. you're last. Yeah. 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 True dad. Uh, and the one and done, Kelly is uh, doubling us up, basically. Hey, Kelly, have you? is it wire to wire? Have you led the whole time? Pretty much. Oh, good question. Oh, you had to have, because didn't you win the, yeah, like, the first the tournament first or, tournament. or second tournament? Yeah. First yeah. tournament. So yeah. I would assume so. I guess I don't know I that think for you have. sure, but it'd be pretty difficult for me not to. I've only got five weeks to catch up, so I got to like. Is it only five <laughs> weeks left? Down. Yeah. Yeah, Matt, Matt's still talking trash, though, every time. We're texting <laughs> today. He's like, I'm coming for you. I'm like, you got to win like two tournaments, but okay, yeah. Well, Matt's been <laughs> coming from behind the whole time. I know. I don't care. He's I'm going to win this way thing. Up. I'm winning this thing. I'm starting with this week. Oh, I'm not, I'm not done yet either. I have a way of winning these things. Starting, starting with this week. I'm going right, to win two week, of these. This week's big, right? Because this would be the biggest single-week payout. Correct. Right? I believe even the playoffs yeah. don't pay out that much, right? Yeah. So I'm going to have – I'm going to have – I'm going to win this week, and then I'm going to win one of the other weeks. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, it's long. Why didn't you just do that <laughs> earlier, Matt? So. It's easy. Yeah. Yeah. I was saving that, it for did... this. It's okay. called the drama, Danielle. Okay. Come well, on, man. Don't You know that. how television works? We have drama and all that. That's the way this goes. <laughs> I have drama going on in the bottom of the fifth now. I'm very upset if this is going to be a push. It's the the one and done in draft has been a massive massive success only because I get to see Matt still this competitive over it oh. like this late in the year oh and he's, this far behind he's texting me he's like where's the one and done list this afternoon like where, where's it at he's <laughs> like I'm I'm on Burger because both you guys have already used them you're done you're toast yeah then Burger's gonna win this week and I'm gonna <laughs> cash it and then and then bam I'm right back in this thing you're on the leaflets Daniel Berger good for you I am I am good for you preview hmm things have gotten bad. Yeah, for the Nationals. Yep. 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 They were up three to nothing. Mm-hmm. Now Philly leads six to three. Mm-hmm. Another two mm-hmm. run shot. I believe Reese Hoskins hit a two run shot. Yeah. So Philly, again, a game and a half behind the Mets, but the Mets are keeping pace, or at least uh, they're going to try to maintain their one and a half game leads over the Phillies because they are still up three to nothing over Miami, bottom of the fourth. They're down in Florida. And, uh, what Danielle was referring to is this Yankees Orioles game, which is three to two now in the bottom of the fifth. And you have the uh, you're over, free rolling though. This over is a, five over five. Okay, yeah. so you know, oh well, if you push, you push, but you can't lose. And there's what appears to be a gapper. There's a double. There's yeah, a gapper. Come on, let's go. He just went to the gap. That's going to be a leadoff double for the Yankees in the bottom of the fifth. You're you in. Go. You're in business, Danielle. See, I like that. it. You're in business. I'm going to go ahead and say, you know what? I'm cashing your ticket. You're going to win this. No, okay. 
You're going to win. <laughs> okay. Story called it for. Yeah, I was say, is he, ma- is he mad about us jinxing his nationals bet? No, no, no. You're going to well. win. You're going to win. I, 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 like your, I like where you're at. Okay. This we'll is see. good stuff. Uh, what, one last thing about golf before, because we're going to do the golf stuff later. The FedEx Cup is coming up, the three-tournament event, which I love betting because it has like sort of a multi-layered strategy where it goes from 125 golfers to 70 to 30, and then the last of the three tournaments starts with a staggered start. Does that totally mess with your guys' modeling? Like you don't mess with those with that whole FedEx stuff? Mm, I'll, I'll I'll bet them. Yeah, I'll bet them. I'll bet them, but right. uh, I guess we'll find out a little yeah. bit. I will yeah. say this though: we'll we, it will be very interesting to see who we have left to play in our. Oh, that's a great point. point. Yeah. When you get down to thirty. Mm. Yeah, oh. I. I Oh, that, that's a good point. Yeah, because you get down to 30, even if we've been saving guys, if they get eliminated. Things I wish I had thought of before. Yeah, I yeah, got Versus our one and done. That's right. <laughs> Let's get through this week first. We'll do all that coming up. Uh, NL Cy Young odds. These are interesting. Next on Visa's Primetime Action. College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, which includes our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything else we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Gil. Thank you, Danielle. By the way, uh, there you go. There's your winner video. Because you know why, Danielle? You're running pure. I was going to say, which one is this for, Gil? Which <laughs> bet is this for? We'll say it's for the Yankees. Oh, man. What is your record tonight? Uh, 4-0. 4-0. 4-0. Yeah. Needed it. We needed it. Don't, do you have this feeling now where you're like, tell the truth here, because this is part of like gambling psychology 101. As you're 4-0, are you sitting there quietly? Anthony Rizzo, by the way. Oh, no. Liner. Golfed that one. Golfed it. Uh, Danielle just winning the uh, the first five over here because it's 3-3. Three to three, The mm-hmm. Yankees tied it up. But now that you're 4-0, is there a little part of your, is there a voice in your brain right now that's saying to you, boy, I wish I had a bet more on these? No, I'm opposite. Good. So usually I get tilted like yesterday when I started off really poorly and I'll go in and add bets because I'm like, I'm losing. I'm losing. I have to make more bets. But if I'm winning, I'm like, let's not tilt the day. You know, like, let's not mess up the day rather. Good for you. It's a good instinct to Is fight. that not like, so normally people, if they're winning, they want to start like spending oh. their winnings? Well, no, what I'm saying is like, you know, there's always that, that gambling psychology. Gambling messes with your brain, right? It's a, sort of a reflection of the human condition. In retrospect, when you go for it, of course, you wouldn't have this thought if you went 0 and 4, but when you go for it, there's a little party, man, I wish I had bet more, right? Yeah. But of course, if you had, it wouldn't have, then you convince yourself it wouldn't have turned out that way. It's a whole thing where you, yeah, you mess I, with I yourself. Yeah, I would say nine out of 10 times yeah. I win a bet. I'm like, why did I bet more? <laughs> That's right. Anyway, by the way, I also had a tennis parlay today, which I, I gave Kelly before the show. It's a uh, four leg parlay. Two of them are in uh, DC, two of them are in San Jose. Uh, it looks good so far, but we shall see. 
Oh, I'm um, sorry, five and zero. Oh. Braves Cardinals. Oh, yes, run first inning. Enough oh, about really? my tennis. Five and zero. Oh. Apologies, Gil. No, it's all right. No, we, we we should have shown this earlier. We forgot to. But okay. Uh, so last, this is this already happened or no? It's all happening. Yeah. Currently, yeah. All happening. All looking pretty good right now. Anything live to get in on? Uh, Mc, Kanye is way up. Yeah. Nadal is way up. So McDonald really. is in a sweat. Mm. Keys hasn't started yet. So that's where that stands. And last night, uh, you know, after the Anisimova collapse, which was just brutality, up a set, up a break in the second, blew that, up a break in the third, had it on a racket, 5-4, blew that. So uh, between that and ninth inning meltdowns of the Nationals and Team Israel the two days before that, was not a fun little stretch of uh, sports betting after that trifecta. But uh, all looking good tonight. So we'll see if that gets home. Let's uh, let's do some baseball, though, in the meantime, Danielle, because this is an interesting market. Yeah. Uh, So we kind of had this come up a little bit yesterday when we were talking about the status of Jacob deGrom. He's dealing with his injury. And actually, it's affected two different areas, really, if you think about it, because he was also in contention for the NL MVP. But we're taking a look here at the Cy Young Award for the NL. Uh, He was obviously put on the injured list a few weeks ago, but he's out now until at least September, right, due to some inflammation in his pitching elbow. So now... Dodgers righty Walker Bueller is the leader in the clubhouse at plus 275. He's 11 and one with a 2.19 ERA right now. Zach Wheeler behind him at three to one. Brandon Woodruff plus 425. Corbin Burns plus 525. Gausman of the Giants plus 550. Max Scherzer sitting at plus 850. Three time Cy Young winner just ahead of where DeGrom is sitting now at 10 to one. What do you think? Well, the DeGrom thing is everything, right? Is it September 1st or is it September 30th? If it's September 1st, let's just say, right, just for for argument's sake, and he comes back and then he's every bit the Jacob deGrom he was beforehand, he will win this. Like, there's no way that they're going to say this guy shouldn't have the Cy Young. MVP, forget about it. Let's just stop talking about that. Well, nobody's a doctor on the set, but I do want to ask, so forearm tightness and how long he's been out, what is that? kind of give you a feeling about what you're going to see from him when he does return. Are you Matt, you were a physician, 100%? weren't you? A yes, physician? Yeah, yes, yes, I was, I was definitely. targeting it at official or unofficial doctors. Well, typically say, that's for, never made it clear on this show before whether or not he's a doctor. <laughs> typically, unofficial doctor. typically for pitchers, though, it's actually super frightening because when you hear about that forearm tightness, it can lead to Tommy John type stuff. But that's mm-hmm. not... Apparently that's not the case here with with this, and so that was kind of the big you know Scare. sigh of relief, yeah, here with, with Degrom. And actually, he said, you know, he thinks that he's going to be fine when he comes back. But okay, yeah, I mean, we talked about this a little bit last night, and I I kind of agree with with, with Paul Spore. And then it was kind of the reason I brought it up was so you get Scherzer at over eight to one. Now it was eight to one last night. You get a little over eight to one. A guy that's going to be playing on a team that's going to be in the mix, high profile, people are watching, people are paying attention. Um, you know, for me, just because of the price. Now, do I think that he wins over these names in, in, in front of him? I mean, look, all those names in front of him probably have better credentials right now and probably are appropriately priced compared to Max Scherzer. But because I'm getting him at eight and a half to one, because of where he went and because of the attention and all the everything that he's going to be getting with that starting tonight, um, I think that's the only one that I could make on there. Three brewers on that list. Three of them. All of them. Woodruff, Burns, and Peralta. I, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes it's okay to say you don't know. And after DeGrom's injury, barring the scenario where he comes back in early September and is every bit as good as he was, where he would clearly, to me, still win the Cy Young, I just don't know. Because Zach Wheeler, by many measures, has been the best pitcher in the National League. 
Kevin Gaussman pitches for the best team in all of baseball. Um, I don't know. I mean, you could make a case for, and then there's Walker Bueller at the top. I, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't bet Walker Bueller at plus 275, quite frankly. I don't think I would either. But would I, you? Because I think he could end up being overshadowed by Scherzer. Right. You know? Would you bet Wheeler right now at three to one? Wheeler Wheeler had a rough one. Well, not a rough. I mean, yeah, rough by his standards. Four earned runs. Yeah, yeah, four earned in seven and a third. Um, yeah, I mean, probably not. Uh, probably not. I, I think the only one I'd bet is Scherzer. i got to be honest. I think that's the only one I'd bet. Gil, I know at one point you were saying that you, I mean, obviously before the inter- injury, that DeGrom should win both the NL awards here, the MVP as well. Is he out of that race at this point? Oh, for he's you? done with the MVP. Yeah, the MVP because he's because he's still listed. I mean, thirty to one on there. He was all that was already a controversial take because he was already going to have very few innings anyway. Right. And so the question is, can you win as a pitcher, let alone as one who doesn't have a, like a huge inning count? But my point was, he was so over the moon, off the charts. Pick your cliche. Great in such a historical way that if you were ever going to give both awards to a guy, this would have been the year. And it's a shame. It's a shame. It's a, it's a shame for baseball fans, uh, let alone Mets fans, right, that, that we are deprived of this. But hopefully he'll be back. Hopefully he'll be good to go, and he'll be every bit as great as he was for a Mets team that is vying for the division title and a wild card berth if not. Uh, but certainly a division title is probably the way you get in in the NL East. We'll come back. Brett McMurphy, ACC football from The Athletic right here on VEASAN's Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you VIP material? DraftKings VIPs enjoy exclusive benefits, enhanced promotional offers, top-tier customer support, access to personalized contests, and more. Visit DraftKings.com slash to learn more. Plus, everyone can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and new customers can get up to $1,000 as a sign-up bonus. Sign up using the promo code VSIN, that's V-S-I-N, to claim your exclusive offer. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem and wants help, please call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 21 or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gil. Thank you, Danielle. Uh, let's talk some college football. Let's bring him in. He's kind enough to join us from the Athletic College Football Insider there. It's Brett McMurphy, everybody. Thank you, Brett, for joining us. We appreciate it. Hey, good to talk to you. How you doing? Doing very well. Uh, I guess the first question is we're going to talk ACC tonight. Obviously, a, a conference that Clemson has dominated through the years. And I guess the first question I want to ask is, uh, North Carolina, how viable, how uh, realistic is it for the Tar Heels behind Sam Howell to actually put together a season that could topple Clemson? I see Notre Dame on the schedule being obviously the big one. You know, I think they've got a legitimate chance. Obviously, with Sam Howe, they're going to be in every game. And you look at the projected point spreads for the for the entire year. Obviously, these could change a little bit. But it looks like North Carolina could be favored in every regular season game. Now, they don't obviously get Clemson on the schedule. Um, they get Miami at home. They would be a small favorite in that contest. So, But you look at their odds to win the – when the uh, the ACC and I, I I'm seeing ten to one. I don't know what the, the you guys have the current number at. I just God I just Clemson's such a heavy chalk. I don't know if if that's enough to take or if it would be smarter just to see if they are legit and then take take Carolina in the money line when they get to the ACC title game against Clemson. Obviously you're not going to get ten to one, um, but I think you'd have a better shot because I think Miami I think Miami could challenge Carolina. Uh, but I think the the job Mac Brown's done there has been tremendous. The two years before he got there, the Tar Heels were five and eighteen. They're fifteen and ten the last two years with Mac Brown. And obviously, you guys remember a couple of years ago, uh, came down to a two point conversion to knocking off number one Clemson. I think in Mac Brown's fifth game back in Chapel Hill. 
Clemson minus 750, by the way, per bet MGM to win the ACC. Carolina 8-1, to one, as we alluded to. Carolina, by the way, plus 130 to win the Coastal, just shorter than Miami at plus 135. And Carolina sees a win total 9.5, which is where the Notre Dame game obviously comes into play. Yeah, bro, this Clemson team, we're sitting at an 11.5 win total. Is this a is it a one-game season for them, and is it that opener against Georgia? I mean, is there anybody else that you think that is on that schedule that could give them a, a really, really hard time and, and challenge them and beat them to where that 11.5 is, is in jeopardy should they get past Georgia? I'm actually surprised their win total isn't like 12.01 or something. <laughs> But you're right. I mean, it's like it basically it's a one game season. Um, it's it's Georgia the first week. I, I don't. I thought I saw minus four. I'm not sure about that. But it's a one game season. You look at the rest of the schedule. They're going to be prohibitive favorites. A two touchdown at least favorite the rest of the way, barring some kind of freak injuries that just decimates Clemson's team. They're going to have the best defense in the ACC. Where have we heard that before? basically every year with Brent Venables. Um, they've got a new quarterback replacing Trevor Lawrence, but I don't think most people accept, expect them to miss a beat with him. I guess it's just the 11 and a half comes down to how confident are you based on that Georgia game? If you like that, if you like Clemson over Georgia that much, I would just, I'd load up on Clemson over Georgia. Then you don't have to worry about them falling asleep one game during the regular season and crushing your 11 and a half. So um, if, with the choice to take 11 and a half, I would not take it. But I, if I if I like Clemson, I would take Clemson. Just take Clemson in the opener over Georgia because ultimately that's going to determine whether they hit the 11 and a half. But it's ridiculous what what a big chalk they are in the ACC. And obviously, I don't I don't think there's anything else like it in any other conference. Uh, in college football this year. And, Gil, just for people who do want to bet futures, I mean, we're looking at Clemson is plus 380 at DraftKings to win the national title. Georgia is 6-1 to one to win the national title. So if you have conviction on either one of these teams, if you think that there's a chance that they were to lose that game one, you're going to get better odds on one of these two teams after the first week of the season. Yeah. So whichever way you think, if you think, if you like Georgia, but you think that, ah, uh, you know, they might lose that game to Clemson, then wait and, and, and bet them after they play Clemson because you are going to get better than 6-1 to one at that point. Because, again, the, the Georgia can still make the tournament and Clemson can still make the tournament, that's right. and that's all that matters, right? So just think about that if you're, as you're betting these futures or whatever. One of these two teams' odds are going to get better for you, more beneficial, if you actually really like them to win the title. Brett, let me bring up Sam Howell. I mean, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I mean, that's a great, great point. The thing that I would be careful with, though, is obviously if Georgia loses, they've got the schedule that they can get back in to, to the playoff contention because they're going to have to get through the SEC. They will have the opportunities to get there. Clemson loses this game. They always have, obviously has, have a much easier path to get there. But the question is, if, say, Georgia wins this game by two touchdowns, they don't have anybody else on the schedule except maybe when they get to the ACC title game that's going to be ranked. And how will the committee hold that against them, especially if we get into December and there's a number of one-loss teams that's sitting there and you look at the strength of schedule, I don't care who they're matched up with, if it's a team from another Power 5 league, if it's a one-loss team, Clemson's going to have the easiest schedule. So you have to. Con- that's going to be a concern if you're going to take Clemson off the loss. Is yeah, they'll run the table, but they're going to need some some carnage in front of them to kind of get back up into that top four because their schedule is just so so soft. 
Brett, uh, with apologies to the great North Carolina quarterbacks of your Mitch Trubisky, TJ Yates, great quarterback <laughs> school that it is. Uh, Sam Howell, uh, two years ago, 38 touchdown passes, seven picks. Last year, 30 touchdowns, seven picks. Uh, he is a viable uh, Heisman contender. He's fifth in terms of the short shots. He's 14 to one. Only Spencer Rattler at Oklahoma, DJ uh, Ugalele and Bryce Young and JT Daniels also in that group ahead of him. How realistic do you think it is for Howell to put together a season and get the kind of groundswell you would need to win a Heisman? Yeah, Gil, I think he's got a good shot. I think I don't. I mean, I think Spencer Rattler it, uh, deserves to be the favorite. I don't like to take the favorite. I'm sure you guys don't either. There's not a lot of value. And you just look at the past years with Devontae Smith, uh, Joe Burrow, we can go on and on, um, where guys came out of nowhere and won this. The key is, and I mean, you guys know this, you, your team has to have success. That's number one. You're not going to win the Heisman if you're 8-4, and four, even if you're 9-3. and three. Carolina's got the schedule. They're going to have enough nationally relevant games. Uh, you mentioned the Notre Dame game. They've got um, they've got Miami also on the schedule. They actually a three three game stretch: Florida State, Miami, and at Notre Dame, and then the ACC title game. So certainly, I think I think those are good numbers to to take a flyer on. Um, but just the, the Heisman is just so unpredictable. You know, there's there's probably somebody that's not in the top twenty right now that's going to win it. There's no way to predict it. You just got to hopefully catch somebody on a hot streak. But uh, if you if you said would you rather take Sam Howell or Spencer Rattler, Rattler's got everything going for him. Oklahoma's going to win the Big Twelve, et cetera, et cetera. But I would go with Sam Howell. It's just it, I think it's more value. And if Carolina takes care of business, he's going to be in that conversation. All right, Brett. Let's remove Clemson, North Carolina, and Miami. If there is one other team in the ACC when this is all said and done at the end of the year and we go, wow, that team had a much better, much better year than we thought they were going to have, what team would that be? Oh, man, I hate to say this, but I think possibly North Carolina State. Um, you know, they, they look like this, this could be a solid year for them. You know, they've had some issues in the past, um, you know, getting through – uh, the conference schedule, they, they usually manhandle everybody in the non-conference. Uh, they should be able to take care of business in, in the non-conference. They do, do go at Mississippi State. So with Mike Leach, who knows what happens there. Um, and they, get, they open the ACC schedule at home with Clemson. So, you know, if they're competitive in that game, um, you know, they've got a good shot to, to uh, you know, maybe a 9-10 win season. I don't think, though, that they're going to challenge for the ACC title, I mean, I don't, I don't think anybody on in on that side of the conference is going to challenge for it. Although, if you really, you know, if if, if you don't like money, <laughs> I guess you could, <laughs> you could do something. I, yeah, again, I don't know if these numbers are updated, but I think BC, North Carolina State, and Wake are all like forty to one um, to win the ACC. Put like an equal amount on all three of those in in the, you know once in a Haley's Comet chance that one of these guys actually win the division and get to the ACC title game. And then you'll have a great hedge opportunity with whoever they're going to face on the other side, whether it's Carolina, Miami. And if it's not NC State that could surprise some people, it could be Virginia Tech also in the Coastal. 
All right, Brett, we have uh, we have 45 seconds here. I may not have another chance to ask you this, but I'm contractually obligated to ask this of all of our college football guests. If I gave you $100 and I said, you got to bet this on the team to win the national championship, but you weren't allowed to bet Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, or Oklahoma, who would that team be that you would place the wager on? Uh, I would bet on a team that got COVID, so I would get refunded my $100, and then I would uh, <laughs> take you out to dinner, Gil. Um, That's great. I, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to go with uh, – I'll go with Penn State. Oh. Um, yeah, a little off, off the beaten path. Um, you know, they were – they finished uh, – you know, they, they tanked last season, the end of last season. Um, they're going to be favored in nine games. They obviously have to go at, at Wisconsin, and they've got Ohio State. But, um, you know, big number there, so it, it would it would pay pretty good. Just made the people in, in uh, Happy Valley State College very happy with that. Brett McMurphy from uh, the Athletic Stadium, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks, guys. Take care. Brett McMurphy, you can follow him on Twitter at Brett underscore McMurphy. How about that? Amazingly enough. Amazingly enough. We appreciate him coming on Talk ACC with us. We'll come back. We'll update all the baseball scores. Juan Soto had a chance to tie it up with one swing of the bat. It did not happen. He did not. Coming back on VEASAN's Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.